I want to have a time to just pray together. But before we do, I want to share a, just a couple of minutes from my heart here. The sons of Issachar in the scriptures were said to be wise because they understood, had discernment about the times they lived in. So the Lord is calling us as a people to be wise and to understand the time we're in right now. And how many of you all know the time is short? The time is short. The hour is near. His return is very close. If I told you today with certainty that the Lord Jesus would be back here ruling and reigning on the earth, January 1, 2027, how would you prioritize your life starting tomorrow? What would life look like for you if you took for real Paul said it this way, 1 Corinthians 7. What I mean is, brothers and sisters, the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as though they do not. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. Those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep. And those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them. Why? Because the world in its present form is passing away. We're very, very close to the new heavens and the new earth and the king who will reign here forever and ever. So Israel gets into the land. King David gets on the throne. And from the time of King David onward, there's this time of immense national prosperity. It was a golden age of prosperity. And 250 years after King David, the first of the minor prophets steps up named Hosea to write his book. And he writes it at a time of incredible political upheaval. In 30 years, there were six kings. Everyone was getting assassinated, upheavals. Anybody know about political upheaval? It was a time of instability nationally. The times of the past were gone and the times that they now lived in following this golden age of prosperity were wicked and idolatrous. And so Hosea starts off with this, this stark, the story of him taking a prostitute for a wife, and this whole story gets unpacked. It's an incredible story to show the children of Israel how they had been to the Lord. And he says, punishment is not God's end goal for you. The Lord's goal for you, he says to the children of Israel, is to repent and turn from idolatry and ultimately to come and know the Lord. To know the Lord, we just sang it. That's the Lord's goal for you. There's still time. Repent from your idolatry. Turn and come back and know the Lord, he says, and the Lord will be gracious to you. Hosea's name means salvation or deliverance. And he's called the deathbed prophet of Israel because he's the last of the prophets to prophesy before the northern kingdom falls to Assyria. He's the last one to call out and says, repent, turn from your idolatry and come and seek the Lord and know him. And so the word today for us is found in Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. And you guys know this verse. But it says this, sow righteousness for yourselves, reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed fallow ground.
For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness upon you. This is what you have done, he says. You have planted wickedness. You've reaped evil. You've eaten the fruit of deception because you have depended on your own strength and on your many warriors. The roar of battle will rise against your people so that all your fortresses will be devastated. But he says this today, church, listen. Sow righteousness for yourselves like a seed and you will reap the fruit of mercy and unfailing love. To break, up your unfallow, to break up your fallow ground means ground that has been previously plowed up but was never planted and now is sitting dormant. Break that ground up. If the Spirit has done a work in your heart of opening you in the past, but you closed off for one reason or the other and the word of the Lord, the seed never got in there and took root, now is the time to break up that ground. It will bear fruit. Now is the time. He's saying to God's people, now is the time to seek the Lord until he comes. Seek him until he comes and rains righteousness upon you. And I promise you, we will not have to seek long until he does this. We will not have to seek long until he does this. He longs to do this for us, church. We're sowing righteousness like a seed. Sowing is seeking him. And so that's what we want to do here this morning. Before we go any further, Josh is going to preach this morning on knowing Jesus and intimacy with him, but I want us to prepare our hearts this morning. And whatever level you're at this morning, if you've got a heart that has formally been opened up by the Lord, but you know it's been closed off lately, we want to have a time of offering our hearts to him in repentance and saying, open my heart, Lord, and plant your seeds in again. I want to cooperate with your work here. We want to cooperate with what he's doing in this hour, in this season. So if you would just stand back up with me again. I want to ask that you would pray for one another in groups of threes and fours. We want to pray for our little flock here, this church. We want to pray that our hearts would be open and that he might rain down righteousness upon us again. So we're going to take time for our corporate prayer just to ask for this. If you would, just groups of twos, threes, and fours, let's pray for a few minutes here, five minutes or so, let's just take some time to pray. We would seek the Lord.